2: I know the human being and fires can just peaceful. This without finding
1: Hey guys, welcome to Petri Dish. I'm Nathan. I'm Sean. And I'm Andre. I'll be honest with you guys, uh, I got a little blindsided. I didn't read the notes. But, <laughs> but, but, luckily, thank God for, for like systems and sequels, right? It's Wait, like, you guys are getting notes?
2: <laughs> oh yeah. Oh wait. Did we not share that with Andre? I think I did. The system yeah. has fallen apart. I think, yeah, I, think I got notes like part one, and I probably still have access to it's them. It's the same but It's yeah, the same I, link. I, yeah. yeah, it's okay
1: uh well okay well anyway just like star wars sequels you don't really need to know what happened in episode seven because it's just episode four right right does that apply here (laughs) yeah it does it's like if you guys maybe have been paying attention unlike me then you know the last two episodes we've been talking about artificial sweeteners whether they be made in a lab by people licking their fingers or by derivatives or extracts from naturally occurring chemical compounds, right? Yeah, 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 Well, now we're moving to our part three, and this is the really juicy stuff. Are artificial sweeteners part of a global food conspiracy <laughs> to make you fat, sick, and stupid? Yeah. Wow, that was pretty good. Hey. That basically sums it up. Yeah,
0: so, you know, I think artificial sweeteners have associated with them a number of potential maladies that they contribute to. Mm. That what it is has shifted over the years, over the past, like, 50 years. It's changed. And so the question still arises, like, hey, are any of those things true? To what extent are they true or false? Do we have anything to be worried about? You know, what's
2: still up in the air? Like, what's science still figuring out? Okay, so I think the most important question we should uh, answer, get out of the way, uh, you consume artificial sweeteners, how much cancer will you get? Yeah, nice, nice. That's going to be our first one. And this is one of those rare things that depends on if
1: you're a rat or a human. Yes. All right, so in this episode,
0: cancer stuff diabetes and all kinds of good things the environment all
1: right let's is, do this is sean a racist weight for, loss for obesity? describing it that way is saying diabetes. is that something that half asian man's allowed to pronounce it like that <laughs> yeah, is that racist <laughs> <laughs> i was making fun of white people with this. <laughs> yeah dude got <laughs> you i'm not white all right so
0: then let's do this thing Yeah, so, uh, as Andre
1: alluded to, cancer. Right. Are we all riddled with cancer because we've been eating that sweet, sweet sucralose? Right. In a previous episode, we discussed how saccharin causes cancer in rats.
0: Yes, right? yes.
1: But not in humans. So there was a series of studies that came out in the
0: 1970s and 80s about both saccharin and cyclamate. And those studies were done in rats and those rats definitely got bladder cancer. Okay, like that is real. And because of that, Saccharin and cyclamate were either they had warning labels slapped on them, or they were banned in various countries
1: all around the world. Right, this is why cyclamate, saccharin, cyclamate. Yeah, that's why that's still in Canada, right? But not here. Right,
0: that's available in Canada but banned here. Saccharin is available here but banned in Canada. Awesome, because
2: right. Canadians don't value the lives of the rats. It's all it's right. a big
1: switcheroo.
0: Okay. Right.
2: Now the thing and is, and the cities are
1: cleaner.
0: A lot of stuff causes bladder cancer in rats when it's fed at similar levels as the saccharin was fed. Right. Okay. Well, for example, vitamin C causes cancer in rats. Uh, are cancer. we just like really pumping these rats up? Well, the thing is, rats already have pretty salty piss. Yeah. Okay? And so when you add enough of any kind of thing that's going to end up in the bladder, it can cause calcium to crash out mm. as crystals. And those crystals that form in the bladder kind of rough up the cells on the side and can cause hyperproliferation and eventually cancer. Okay? And I want to say that I did not know
1: rats had salty piss. Oh, the, well, that's not something that I walked into this episode. I don't care what anyone yeah. says. I did not know that already. That's not a thing. I mean, that it's I like.
2: a little on the salty side, but it's not like overwhelmingly salty. Yeah, you know, it's right? like kind
1: of a little umami in there, too. Yeah, I,
2: I guess you didn't take the sommelier class that Andre
0: did.
1: For, for <laughs> yeah, <work>. dude. <laughs> <laughs> Andre's just a much better bartender than I am. He's yeah. drunk
0: all the things. Yeah, it's a, the various rat and rodent pisses. <laughs> yeah. um, yes, so studies in humans and monkeys... And other monkeys later on, they established Ooh. that saccharin
1: is not linked to higher bladder cancer rates. Okay. okay. But when these things got really popular, also there became more breast cancer, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, okay.
0: You're, you're hopping I had a tiny bit, but oh! yes. At the same time that things like aspartame came out, ah. 1981, aspartame's approved, right? That's another artificial sweetener. Right. That's when the incidence of breast cancer and brain cancer both started going up. Right. And Ronald Reagan became
1: president. Coincidence? I think not. And he had a shitty brain. He had a think shitty brain. Think about that. And Americans had to be pretty dumb to vote for him, right? I mean, that's all kind of linked. They voted this, like, fucking aspartame-tasting idiot, right? <laughs> and, like, <laughs> yes. here yes. we are. He's president for eight
2: years. That's linked. Checkmate, atheist. So, so, a personal antidote I have, my own mother... When I was a kid, I swear to God, she used to drink between four and eight diet caffeine-free Cokes a night with dinner. And she's dead now. No, but she did get (laughs) breast cancer. Whoa! And (laughs) after surviving breast cancer, never drank another diet soda again. Yes. She personally thought it was responsible. Yes. (laughs) So, anecdotes are great.
0: I love them. But the thing is, um, the the studies that have been done have demonstrated that while all of them have a similar rise trajectory, aspartame just has absolutely no impact on breast cancer.
1: Sure, we're talking about a society where we flood carcinogens into our bodies constantly, right? So, how can you blame aspartame? Yeah, how could you know what aspartame? (laughs) Say uh, it right once. Because <laughs> I'm mad at you. You know what's so weird about that is I really grew up saying aspartame.
2: I know, me too. But uh, then I figured out I was wrong and I corrected myself. Yeah, See, it's but, funny because I've always known it as aspartame, but yes. you guys called it the other thing in the last episode, so I was thinking I was wrong. I said aspartame. Look,
1: it's not like... Go come, back to the record. It's just, it's not like Kamala Harris's name. It's like, who really... Like, who's going to be offended by, like, <laughs> us saying aspartame or aspartame wrong? I'm offended! Why <laughs> right are you offended? Going at you! What the hell are you doing? <laughs> anyway... Uh, look. Okay, so we are a science pod. Right. And so we have to follow the science, even if it leads to obviously incorrect places. Like, <laughs> gotcha. our sweeteners don't cause cancer. Everyone calm down. Okay. <laughs> so, two things to say so far. Saccharin
0: does not appear to cause bladder cancer in humans. It definitely does in rats. Okay. Okay? Yeah. Second, aspartame is not linked to an increased incidence of breast cancer or brain cancer or bladder cancer. Okay. Okay? Now,
1: cyclamate... Whoa, 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 It's whoa, a whoa.
0: little bit more of a complicated story.
1: Oh, that's why Canadians have higher rates of Alzheimer's. Because <laughs> of uh, <laughs> <laughs> Cyclamate. Just whole cloth oh, make everything up. Man. That's <laughs> why. <laughs> Let's stop I thought it was because of all the moose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway,
0: look. With Cyclamate, there have been fewer large-scale studies as with saccharin. Right. Okay. Just because it's not in America? Yeah, basically. Yeah, I okay. Think that's the main reason. But also because Cyclamate is rarely used on its own. Yeah. A Contrary times, to popular belief.
1: In. We study so hard here. So if you can't study something here, that's probably not
0: getting studied at all. Well, a lot of research does happen here. We're smarties. Uh, Okay. Let's calm down. Nuclear bomb. Let's not go too far. Out of Um, here. Right. (laughs) With a lot of krauts. (laughs) Yeah, it's true, it's true. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) We brought in the best. (laughs) So look, with Cyclamate, not as many huge studies, okay? So what they did instead was they did have a small study with non-human primates. Mm. And in that small study, where it was like 20 got
1: cyclamate, and 20 didn't. Oh my god, I've heard of this study. They put the primates in a tank and then filled it with uh, with cyclamate gas, and then they all died of oxygen deprivation, right? <laughs> Except for
2: one that got superpowers. <laughs>
1: yeah, who wants <laughs> started to talk? <laughs> James Winkle was like, no!
2: <laughs> it's, it's the basis of the film. I,
0: I, I saw that documentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. i have seen the evidence. Uh, yeah, so half of them got cyclamate, half of them didn't, and out of like the 20 that got it, Three of them developed cancer. Oh. The cancers that they developed were three different places in the body. Oh. There are three different kinds of cancer, right? So the researchers were like, okay, three out of the group that got it got cancer. None in the control group got cancer. Mm-hmm. But the three cancers are all different kinds of cancers different places. Right. So they were like, that's just luck of the draw. Right? These are like relatively common cancers in non-human primates. Non-human primates do spontaneously get cancer just like humans do.
1: Yeah, just so, so humans spontaneously
0: combust. The, <laughs> so the research group was like, all right, cyclamate does not cause cancer. Right. And then some other researchers were like, I don't know. I don't know, dude. Three of those monkeys got cancer. You know what I mean? like, <laughs> like at the end of the day, they did get cancer. Look at these PETA researchers over here. <laughs> that one's a little bit up in the air. Okay. And then in 1994, there was a large study of 1800 bladder cancer patients and 4,000 control patients. And what they found was if they split up the groups into people who drank a lot of artificial sweeteners, lots of different kinds of artificial sweeteners, so they didn't limit themselves to one kind, but if they drank more than 1,680 milligrams per day, which is a lot, yeah, then those people had a slightly elevated risk of bladder cancer. Oh, okay. A 1.3 odds ratio. Oh,
1: well, I, I mean, I live those rods every day.
0: Sure. There's the a lot of things that can elevate your
1: odds much worse than that, but yeah. like you know, basically you say the things I say to big men. All right, it's like one in a five chance. I'm dead by evening. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> you know, I live. I'm like James Bond. Right? I'm a tough guy. Holy shit! Yeah, dude. That's great. You get out of the way, Mister Man. So, I'm so walking. I would. Say... <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> what the. Is happening right <laughs> <there>. <laughs> i'm on the manhattan beach pier and this is my pier are you stroking out <laughs> dude there was a woman oh my so we don't have an ice maker at work right and yesterday I, I, I'm, I'm a bartender in case you don't know i was at work and this lady came this normal ass middle-aged lady and she's like can i have a chardonnay and some ice uh, and she was like a little sweaty, a little just like kinda a little, a little like Meg Ryan in later '90s films. Like you need to eat more, lady. And she was like, "Man, I just have a shot and some ice." And I was like, "Oh, I'm sorry, we don't have an ice maker." And she just started to twitch for like 15 uncanny seconds. She was just twitching, and I was like, "I usually move <laughs> during that kind of time period." I didn't know what to do because I was like, "This woman's stroking out on me." Sure. And she was like, "Oh, I can't drink here." And ice, yeah. and she just walked out. Wow. Uh, and the walking out is the fine part. I was—it was the interim where I was like, "Oh my god, this woman like can't handle the ice maker truth." Well, next time have an ice maker. That's Sean, tron, tron, Tron. I don't know why, Super but we can't get one. Yeah, yeah. We keep on being like, we could have an ice maker. And our coworkers are like, Whoa! Yeah, we could we could go and save Pompeii from a volcano, you know? Yeah, well, we got an ice maker at my work. That's all I'm saying. Oh, Mr. Fancy Science lording over us. <laughs> he doesn't us. even work at a restaurant. At <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. It's worthless for you. You're just you're just helping to kill California. We're trying to serve people. Great. Alright. So What's the final verdict on cancer?
0: I would say, yes. by and large, <laughs> there is no evidence to suggest that the increased uptake of you know any of these artificial sweeteners is correlated with any kind of cancer incidence. Right. All right. That said, there are small little indications that cyclomate, you know, maybe we need to study that one a little bit more. Yeah. And maybe huge amounts of consumption of probably anything, but also artificial sweeteners, might not be great for you. Yeah. Okay. So try not to exceed a ridiculous amount of artificial right. sweeteners a day.
1: I mean, like, there's kind of increasing cancer rates in general, right? It depends on the cancer. Oh, uh, okay, yeah, okay. Some of them are increasing, yeah, right? some of them all, are decreasing.
2: All those artificial sweetener cancers are probably just being overshadowed by like just the constant plastic consumption. You know? Sure. Yeah. I, microplastics I in my balls. We're doing all kinds of great stuff. Yeah. <laughs> We're, do- yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're doing great things. We're changing the world. But, uh, but one thing consumption of artificial sweeteners is associated with, clinically speaking, is obesity. Great. So, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa, whoa. Let's take a break. Whoa,
0: whoa. <laughs> and then when we get back, we can talk about... Teddy Roosevelt. We, we can talk a little bit about that whole situation. Okay? So, yeah. We'll get, see you guys in a second. Woo! Movie,
1: movie review. review! Guys, this is our long-running segment, Petri Dish Movie Reviews. Me and Stacey Song, our Soundlorn Engineer, just went to go see The Green Knight in theaters. It's an adaptation of the Arthurian tale directed by David Lowry and starring Dev Patel. So Stacy, uh, what'd you think of the Green Knight? Oh, I really
2: liked it. It was very beautiful.
1: Yeah, I liked it too. We give it we give it four thumbs up.
2: Four thumbs up. Yeah,
1: because each of us have four thumbs. So eight thumbs up. Right. Right. And uh, I thought it was like really impressive how it adapted a medieval story. Uh, a lot of times they tend to be kind of flat emotionally or kind of overly modernized. Like a lot of King Arthur stories are just like way too modern and they feel kind of silly. Whereas this one, I thought aesthetically and, and like allegorically, it was really faithful to the Green Knight, and dealt with all the same issues that the original Green Knight deals with about a liminal society between Christianity and paganism, but still managed to find a way to almost realistically ground it in a character who's afraid of consequences and death. Um, what was your favorite thing about it?
0: Oh, Dave Patel. He was so hot.
1: Well, uh, that's about that. Is is that is that <laughs> is that what you took out of that one?
2: He's so hot.
1: <laughs> can you imagine just like a like a like a gay love story with him and Adam Driver? No. That's all I can think of. <laughs> you know? But
0: Dave Patel is so hot in that
2: movie.
1: Yeah, so you guys should go check out The Green Knight if you're in the mood for a remarkably accomplished uh, retelling of an allegorical medieval story between paganism and Christianity. Or Dave Patel. That's Petri Dish Movie Reviews. So in theory, like the main reason people drink artificial sweeteners is to lose weight, right? One of the earliest selling points of it, of non-nutritive
0: sweeteners, was
1: weight loss. Right, whereas now you have some perverts who prefer the flavor. Yes. But, or, but originally... Some
0: people are wrong. Yes, yeah, so yeah. I agree with
1: you. But yeah, originally, like, that's why Teddy Roosevelt got
0: prescribed this stuff, right? Which why, is why he got prescribed kind of saccharin. interesting. Was he just like a sugar hound before that? His doctor was just like, you gotta lose weight, and there's a sexy new thing on the streets called right. saccharin. All like, right. let's get some of this into your body. Right, right, right. Now, the thing is, there is actually no good evidence that sweeteners result in weight loss. Okay, so just oh. like right off the bat, these artificial sweeteners replacing some of the, you know, sugar in your diet with these things over, you know, any reasonable amount of time that you might right. want to lose weight over months does
1: not at all change your right. body weight. That makes sense psychologically. Because if you're the kind of person who needs to lose weight and you're like, Well, I'm just gonna switch my Cokes to Coke Zeros, you're probably a f- f- boy. Right. Oh we need to be much nicer <laughs> to
0: people. <laughs> I need, I need you to be nice to people. <laughs> I said all that just to yeah. say that. <laughs> what a sick mind. Yeah. Wow. That's fucked up.
1: Anyway. Wipe the pork sauce from your mouth, Mr. P*** boy. You know uh, I mean? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Iowa State Farm. <laughs> okay. I'm going to stay home this year. But on this point,
0: I think Andre's been Googling. Yeah. <laughs> and so I want to hear what, what Andre has to
1: say about about this topic. What do you what do you got? Yeah, I'm just convinced that like artificial sweeteners actually make you
2: more obese, right? Yeah, well, I think that they affect our blood sugar and probably just our complex system of the way that our brains receive sweet signals and then trigger our pancreas to release insulin. I think it affects our system in ways that like at least aren't as just like free and clear to cheat as like a nutrition label with nothing but zeros on it would make you think. So famously, Andre stormed the Capitol, so, so let's 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 check and verify his statements.
0: Yeah. Well, the good thing is Andre's over here playing five D chess, yeah. and we're playing Connect Four. But yeah. it's all good. Yeah. We'll, we'll we'll get it somewhere. <laughs> um, okay. So there are some studies out there that suggest that increased artificial sweetener intake is correlated with increased BMI, oh. body mass index. Mm. Okay. A couple of caveats that I try to mention in every episode where we mention the word obesity is that obesity is something diagnosed based off BMI. BMI is dog shit. BMI and the concept of obesity are correlated to things in your body that are potentially bad for you. Okay. So like, I think that that is reality. Right. But- there's a lot of ways to have an elevated BMI. Yeah. Not all of those ways are equally bad for you.
1: I'm, that's what yeah. I always tell my doctor. I'm just like crying as <laughs> I'm eating my chicken nuggets. I'm like, this is the BMI bullshit? No, man. you're
0: looking great. You've been eating veggies. <laughs> You've been eating vegetables. Filled with cheese. Oh, okay. Well, well, this time. <laughs> but also, mushrooms aren't vegetables, so it's okay. All right. Yeah. They're fruit. Fru- well, no, no. <laughs> well, they are the fruiting bodies, though. Wow. Yeah. Dude. Were you accidentally right? I,
2: I... <laughs> he tries so hard to be wrong. Yeah, <laughs> no, I know, Let yeah. him have this yeah. one. <laughs> that was kind
0: of sexy. I um. feel like you win, not me. <laughs> uh, so there are some studies that suggest that, hey, you're taking in more artificial sweeteners. You actually see this small increase in body mass index. Now, that finding is not consistent in that there are some studies that find no change. All right. There are pretty much no studies that find a decrease in BMI. Okay. Okay, So just like to bring that out to like the broad picture, you don't lose weight by just switching to artificial sweeteners. Right. Right. Which alone should be a red flag. I'm just saying. Right. Right. There is a few other parts to this that are worth breaking down. Yeah. First of all, for people with diabetes, consuming large amounts of something
2: that gets broken down directly into glucose, Mm -hmm. like sucrose,
0: can be bad for them.
2: Right. No, hun, that's where I can see that these artificial sweeteners do have a place, specifically for diabetics. I'm sure they're a godsend for just being able to experience sweet flavors, right? And not like just kill yourself.
1: But look at you, paid by the artificial sweetener lobby. What about obesity,
2: Mister Big Boy?
0: Right, right, right. But I just needed to lay down that. Right. right absolutely, place, place that's that. the
2: most valid reason to use these artificial
0: sweeteners. So then, the next part of the question is okay. If artificial sweeteners are capable of impacting your BMI or in some other way affecting kind of like your more complex systems, what are we talking about? How would it impact those things, right? And there are some potential ways that it could, okay? So one of them is that we have a phenomenon called the cephalic phase insulin response. Cephalic. Yeah. Sean's phallus. Oh, well. Nice. <laughs> See, I thought you were appreciating how cephalic means like head. No, dude. He's so like yeah. <laughs> thinking with
2: a different head, Sean. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. That's good. That's good. Fantastic. <laughs> I'm so glad. Okay. So the cephalic phase insulin response is when you taste something sweet on your tongue. Yes. Yes. Is cephalic. <laughs> Am I ready? Yes. When you taste something sweet on your tongue, it sends those sweet, sweet signals up to your brain. Mm. And then your brain sends signals to the rest of your body to prepare. Yeah, it's Sean. You better get ready. You do need to get ready.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell so I'm gonna give it to you.
0: Everyone must prepare. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so then, you know, it sends signals to your stomach. It sends signals to your intestines. And it can also send signals to your pancreas mm. to produce some insulin and dump it out into the blood. Okay. So, in the 10 minutes after you taste something sweet, your blood insulin levels change. Okay? Um. Your blood insulin levels increase. And then last that way for maybe 10 to 15 minutes. And usually drop back down if you haven't gotten anything actually sweetened to your blood. Okay. Okay. So that is, you know, it's a temporary thing that happens. For a while, we weren't totally sure that it happens in people because it was studied in mice. But we're pretty sure it happens in people. We've done some sensitive readings. It seems to occur. And the question is, does it happen just when sugar hits your tongue? Or does it happen when artificial sweeteners do too? And if it does happen... Can that cause any sorts of problems when you have this like sort of like little hill of insulin response that happens? Mm. Or
2: or even absent of real problems, can it cause cravings of actual sugar? Sure. So there is a second other issue,
0: which is the decoupling of sort of like mental responses. Things like being stated in how much you yeah, eat. Yeah, I
1: know whenever I have a Diet Coke my immediate thought is like, well, get me a real Coke. And then I've just had two Cokes. <laughs> right? <laughs> yes. You, you... I have utterly not decoupled these ideas. You should not be in these studies because <laughs> you would definitely
0: be an outlier in all of these things. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that'd be really terrible. <laughs> be um, like one, uh, one test subject instead of drinking the dead Coke, just smeared excrement on the walls. <laughs> but there is this concern where maybe there's some kind of issue that can happen with that insulin spike or even decoupling that response. So for right. example, if... You keep taking artificial sweeteners, right? And your body keeps doing this response where the insulin levels go up, but then no sugar comes in, so it comes back down. Right? Can you eventually train your body so it never does the insulin kind of response? Mm. And then if you eat regular sugar, will that cause
1: your blood glucose levels to spike? Right. Right. This is, in a way, the subject of the new Dune adaptation. Kind of (laughs) is. What? How is it? Well, it's about uh, mind and body. <laughs> <laughs> you <Yeah>. fucking asshole! <laughs> you know, like the mo- how goddamn dare you? No, the hot mo- hoe sisters have to like have to like be like, wah, 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 wah. I'm not gonna let my own blood insulin level uh, change. Right? Frank Herbert in his goddamn grave.
0: <laughs> how could you do this? To him? Oh man! Some
1: listeners gonna know that I'm right. God, you fucking!
0: I can't believe you. Anyway. So the, there is a question of whether or not doing artificial sweeteners and everything with it, taking all of those can train your body into certain kinds of responses that make you no longer it, it like almost wipes out our adaptive responses to actual sugar. Mm. And so like, if you switch back and forth, does that confuse your body? If you right. go for a while only drinking artificial sweeteners and then you eat like a fucking cake, yeah. like, is that going to cause you to like have a huge spike in blood glucose yeah. levels and damage your tissues and stuff? Those are all reasonable questions. Very, very hard to study. Right. Very, very difficult to study in actual humans. So that's very difficult. What I will say is that when it comes to hunger, there's been a thought that tasting the sweet thing and then not getting the calories might make it so that you actually end up eating more, that you have a compensatory consumption of calories.
1: Right.
2: Mm.
0: The meta-analysis on a bunch of studies on this suggests that overall... Adults do not ultimately compensate either negatively or positively on their calories. So what that means is if you all of a sudden cold turkey switch from sugars to artificial sweeteners for about a month or two, you will consume slightly lower calories because you haven't really changed how much you're eating or anything like that. And then after that, you kind of dip back up until you're pretty much where you were before. Interesting. And your intake is pretty much the same number of calories as before.
2: There was a study I shared right before we recorded this. That it seemed like it was pretty much like we had one group, we had switch from sodas to diet sodas, one group switched from sodas to just straight water. Mm-hmm. And as one would expect, over, I uh, think it was a 12 or 18 month period, the people that switched to just water seemed to have lost more weight and were like overall like at healthier weights. and like Yeah, yeah, uh, so... I don't know. Again, I I think it's misleading for labels to just be like all zeros as if you could just replace it with water and like have the same results when that's clearly not the case though.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. I don't think it's the same as water. I mean, so right now the recommendations from like the AMA and stuff like that when it comes to artificial sweeteners is that it seems potentially good for diabetics. It is not useful for weight loss. And that all it does is take something that's bad for you and makes it not as bad for you. That's their statement on it. Okay. So they, they don't ever say artificial sweeteners are good, right? And broadly speaking, yeah. and I, I did of, just want to
2: say, over consuming sugar, horrible for you. Sure.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I don't I think do
2: that. The
0: issue with any particular study, especially one where they like specifically replace things, is it's not entirely clear what about switching people to just water overall impacted their weight loss. There could be a number of things. It could just be literally the switching of the liquids. But there could be all kinds of things. It, it's impossible to blind that kind of thing. No, sure. So, like, I mean,
2: maybe just switching to water means that, like, because your taste buds aren't so constantly exposed to such sweet flavors, you crave less sweet flavors over time, maybe. Sure. And uh, Or
0: maybe just drinking a bunch of water all the time makes you feel like you're healthier.
2: Yeah. And then you exercise more.
0: Like, there's a lot of aspects yeah, of that there's that, a lot are of not
2: psychological effects.
0: that are not strictly controlled. So broad meta studies that take in results of multiple clinical trials... Just overall show that these non-nutritive sweeteners for adults don't really change how many calories they're taking in broadly across populations. That does not apply for kids. For kids, it definitely increases the number of calories they take in. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yes. So for kids, the more artificial sweeteners that they consume, the more calories they tend to consume.
1: Oh, I guess that makes sense because I'm thinking about all the kids I grew up with. Oh shitters. <laughs> <laughs> drinking diet cooks are also eating them big hamburgers. Right?
0: I mean, it is a little bit difficult to know what particular aspect of that is correlated, right? Whether it's like, oh, it's because they're drinking a lot of diet sodas and then there's a lot of other elements of their diet that aren't very good. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so they're eating high calorie diets in association with eating yeah.
1: you know, or drinking diet Pepsi or something like that, right? What's hard about being me is that everything's correlated, nothing's causal. Right. (laughs) So something has to be causal. Thoughts bump into each other, (laughs) like vibrating strings, and they don't really cause anything. And then, okay, here's
0: another element of all of this, all right? When it comes to blood glucose levels and insulin levels and everything, I talked about just how the sensation of sweetness can cause a change, right? Right. But that is not to say that all artificial sweeteners have no other impact, okay? Saccharin, for example, distinctly spikes your blood insulin levels. Hmm. When you eat saccharin, your blood insulin levels go up. That's right. in mice and humans, so like they have like very clear evidence that that happens. That said, some of the other ones, like aspartame, has no impact on your blood insulin levels. So artificial sweeteners are not all equal in terms of what happens to your blood sugar levels and insulin levels. There are differences.
2: Hmm. Hmm.
0: And then this is also interesting, but like sort of it's hard to know where to place this exactly. But in terms of the insulin effect of saccharin, solid foods had a bigger impact than for beverages. So had a bigger impact? On insulin levels. Yeah. For so, like, sure. I don't know what that means exactly, but uh, there you go. It would appear that there can be a difference in maybe its engagement with the taste receptors. If it matters at all, saccharin binds to your taste receptors differently than aspartame does. Oh. And maybe that somehow impacts the signaling that leads to insulin levels. All kinds of complicated stuff going on. Yeah. So I, I don't think it's super straightforward. But the broad meta studies suggest that it doesn't help you lose weight. Probably won't make you gain weight, probably. Definitely not going to help you lose it. And overall, if you could not drink it, then I'd do that. You yeah. know what I mean, <laughs> I'll just drink water if you could. Yeah. So That's cool. where we're at. With those guys, boom. what we should do is take a break. And when right. we come back, we're gonna come out with two things that I think were not necessarily on the radar for where there could be impacts, the microbiome and the environment. Cool. All right, Let's do it.
2: The following is an actual advertisement.
0: Life on a
1: spaceship can be
0: boring. That's what I hear, though life aboard the Oz-9 is mostly about careening from one near disaster to the next. To fend off boredom, Gated Galaxies outfitted their ships with a number of challenges, like bombs, poisoned crew meals, and assassins. One nice thing they did, and we can only assume it was accidental, was to include the old-time Earth podcast Grand Rapidians Play Video Games. Hosted by video game world record holders Willie, Ginger, and usually Simon, they review beers, describe video games, recommend other podcasts, and generally crack wise and have a grand old time. Not that we can enjoy any of the things they recommend, but whatever.
2: Grand Rapidians play video games. Available wherever you listen to podcasts.
1: So this might be an intrinsically offensive question. So let me just say that ahead of time. But like, were there people with diabetes like a thousand years ago? Was that like a disease that we have historical record of for a long time? Or is that like one of those things? AIDS. No, let's take that part out. But is that one of those things that's like a little more recent? You're right about AIDS. No, <laughs> well, I know I'm right about AIDS. It's, it's offensive for a straight man to say AIDS, you know, because oh. it's like... Now,
2: it's now like you're where, wrong about AIDS. Yeah. Is. Is, is isn't it's, that way more of a defensive thing. You know, you know
1: the implications, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <Holy shit>. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> just like when Rock Hudson died and Reagan like, just kind of like
2: looked around the room. The way this all ties together for me. Are you guys familiar with Aids? The like <laughs> art no, 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 the can the it was like a diet chocolate. There was like a chocolate no. it was called Aids. This was, it existed <laughs> before Aids. And it was A Y D S. It was like a and, brand and, of artificially sweetened chocolate. And did you know this existed C- in like the eighties?
1: And did you know the CIA actually gave it out in black communities?
2: <laughs> this is a real thing, I swear to God, okay. look it up.
1: <laughs> oh it's God. for the
2: listener to decide what's real and not real. It was just the just sentence, have you guys heard of AIDS? <laughs> no. It was a very popular Such artificially sweetened line. diet chocolate thing. That then, like, AIDS happened, and they were like, I think we'll outlive this, uh, and they didn't. keep the name, and then they didn't. It didn't work <laughs> out for the AIDS corporation. Yeah, at all. very few people outlived AIDS in the 80s. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what am I doing here? <laughs> am I crying? <laughs> I'm like, I don't, I don't even know where I am anymore. You <laughs> feel
0: yeah. like I'm going cross-eyed. You <laughs> right. gotta get, like, 1,000% back on track. Wait, no, totally but really,
1: critical. like, diabetes is that, like a thing that is in yes. historical record. Yes. yes, yes. Right. Eh, yes, there is so like like in the Bible and shit, because uh, you know, history didn't happen before the Bible. Uh, if I remember correctly, the Greeks mentioned a disease where
0: uh, urine would become sweet. You could diagnose it because of sweetness in urine.
1: So what happened to you back then if your diabetes just die? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. That sucks. Yeah.
0: If I remember correctly, maybe the Greeks suggested that you could prolong the person's life with dietary changes.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Which is accurate to, yeah. a, to a degree, but it doesn't at, actually... At end.
1: what point were we like, you don't have to die from diabetes anymore? 50s? Wow,
0: fuck, dude. Yeah. Before that, we could get insulin from pigs, but not very much. It's extremely expensive.
2: And so... Now it's just artificially expensive. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> was-
1: Look at Andre. Bernie Andre over here <laughs> trying to save people's lives. It's not expensive
0: everywhere, yeah. whereas it used to be expensive everywhere. Right. What is that? This is the AIDS
1: candy. Oh, uh, great. Not, <laughs> we're still doing it, everybody. <laughs> <Yeah>. I'm sorry. <laughs> just everyone listening, believe it. God damn. All right. Wow. Fuck. Anyway, why
0: why were you asking? I don't oh, know. Oh, you just wanted to know about diabetes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great.
1: That's good. Yeah. yeah that's okay. I, I was genuinely curious. Right. Yeah. Before uh, Andre, well, huh? Right we did under we here. did talk
0: about diabetes this episode, so that's okay. Yeah, it's uh,
1: not entirely random.
0: I'm used to you being that level of random. I
1: know. It, I'm saying <laughs> a better.
0: Okay. Microbiome. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, one thing I want everyone to keep in mind is that there are many papers published every day about the microbiome. Right. And some of those papers will say the microbiome does all kinds of shit. We're yeah.
1: Gonna, like,
0: incredible numbers of things. At this point, maybe most diseases <laughs> that are not caused, like, actively by a virus, someone has said is caused by a microbiome change. What's what a I mental illnesses? Is- Oh, yeah. Like yeah, yeah, yeah a yeah. lot of them. Yes, yes. So, keeping in mind that I think that that's a little bit of an overstep, <laughs> and I think that the entire sort of, like, field of the microbiome is going to get paired back some to a much more reasonable position than it is and has been for the past kind of decade but or so. But how else are they going to sell supplements?
1: Huh? By okay.
2: making them, like, much better. They'll get there. I'll well, no. never have problems selling supplements. So. Yeah, sure. true. Sucker born every minute. <laughs> so... <laughs>
1: There are still, despite saying that. Wait, wait a minute. This God. is actually important. So, Stacy bought these prenatal vitamins, right? Yeah. They're making her ill. They're yeah. making her nauseous. And I'm like, stop taking them. And she's like, Sean said they're good for me. And I said, tell him they make you sick every day. And she's like, no, because they're going to have a baby someday. I'm like, you're not pregnant yet. <laughs>
0: First of all, I didn't prescribe any kind of vitamin to your wife. Just be clear. You handed her the pill. That's not true. <laughs>
1: Our listeners need to I didn't give a her shit. But anyway, I, is it more than just folate? Is it something more than folate? It's like this giant pill that's like the size of my d*** that's like just filled okay, with well all then. sorts of... All don't <laughs> don't only use your thumb
0: when you're describing your d- You need to (laughs) Give yourself some more allowances
1: than that My index
0: finger (laughs) Okay, keep going No, I don't know what's in it, dude Oh, it's big Well, anyway, okay Uh, I think that there are vitamins that are useful for a woman once she is pregnant (laughs) Um, (laughs) And I'm willing to guess that several of the vitamins that are in a multivitamin are not necessary to actually supplement Right And that, if I remember correctly, it's mostly just like folate Maybe niacin Not just folate. Mm. That's like the main one where like as soon as they started giving those in prenatal vitamins, like so many births went better. Okay. There's a spina bifida and like spinal cord closure problems that can happen if you don't have enough of that B vitamin. Mm. And as soon as they started supplementing that shit, it all went away and it was excellent. So definitely do that. Which, what are they called again? I think folate. Folate. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But, you know, prenatal vitamins, they are a real thing, but be pregnant first. Yeah. And then you're going to be throwing up all the time anyway. That's true. I mean, I'm not a woman, so I don't actually know what I'm talking about. But anyway, the (laughs) microbiome, despite the fact that a lot of the stuff is overblown, I still think that there's reasonable science to suggest that non-nutritive sweeteners can impact your microbiome. It
2: is real. The microbiome. <laughs> yes. Okay. It does
0: exist. <laughs> step one. And it can do things to your body.
2: Well, All right. Okay, hold on. So if I'm remembering something you said about, I don't even remember which sweetener, but a sweetener in, in one of the previous parts, yep. uh, we can't necessarily break it down or absorb it, use it as energy. But then like further down the line, digestively, especially when you consume too much, the microbes within your intestines then do break it down, and that's what causes some of the discomfort, gas... Yeah. other symptoms of consuming too much of this stuff, a.k.a. the, Har- the Haribo sugar-free right. gummy bear and, effect. And in fact, there are some d- microbes that actually convert them into plastics, which is why d- is so infertile now. Okay, I don't know what Nathan's trying <laughs> to say, but my point is it makes sense. Like, there's a direct mechanism that I could see these things going towards sort of feeding certain microbes and not others and thus causing a disbalance.
0: Yeah, so there's several ways that you can have dysbiosis or an unbalancing of your microbiome because of artificial sweeteners. One of them is some microbes might be pretty good at eating the other stuff in the food you're still eating, right? You're eating protein, you know, you're eating carbs, just not sugar, right? You know, like you're still eating toast or something like that. There are some microbes that eat that just fine. And then other ones that were really relying on the sucrose and they're starving now, right? And so those die out. And then you have a population left over that can eat those other foods you're still
1: eating. I hate admitting that I don't know something, but what does dysbiosis mean? Dysbiosis is like a change, a negative change mm.
0: in the balance in your microbiome and its interaction with your body.
1: Okay, step one. I was saying the first part of that sentence facetiously, but I hate when I sound like I don't know stuff, uh-huh. but then no one made a sound. Sometimes like, you don't know this. <laughs> I'm not but, mad at you about it. But okay, but, but I know every I am the real side. But but second doesn't dysbiosis sound like a video game? Right? Like doesn't dysbiosis like either like a weird indie horror sci-fi
2: movie? Or just like, a Bioshock sequel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it, it, it also sounds
0: kind of like yeah, like an indie roguelike or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah. Where you know, and you're running around in yeah. a sewer,
1: probably. Yeah, yeah. Sounds or good. like a giant rat named Anne Ryan. Uh <laughs> <laughs> it, it's just I mean, in my head,
0: it turned into Ninja Turtles. <laughs> right, almost immediately. I was like, Yeah, you're running around a sewer and there's a rat and he teaches you how to be a ninja yeah, it's and cool you're that, a turtle.
1: It's cool that I I associate I free associate to important libertarian thinkers and you free associate to Ninja Turtles. I think mine made more sense. And, why, and, why is Ayn Rand involved? <laughs> and also important libertarian thinker is definitely of less merit
0: <laughs> than Ninja
1: Turtle. Okay. So, uh,
0: at the same time, one of the things that Andre said earlier is definitely true, that there are things like xylitol, sugar, alcohols, that your body does not break down, but microbes are able to break down, and that, mm. that process can cause tummy upset mm. and give you sad times in your yeah. guts. Another thing that... There's not really strong evidence for exactly, but it's worth mentioning, is that aspartame and its derivatives actually do get broken down. They just don't get broken down into sugar because they're not a sugar. They're amino acids. Right. They're two amino acids and a methanol. Methanol can sometimes be toxic to things, although usually in much higher amounts than you should be consuming for don't, aspartame. Don't they get you drunk? or like? Methanol's the one that... Uh, Would alcohol, it'd make you blind, hypothetically,
2: if you drink uh, it. Ah, there we go. But A cure for which is to drink real alcohol. Yeah, it competes. That's pretty cool. It competes for the shit. Cool. Anyway.
1: That's a remarkably ill phrase from you, Sean. (laughs) Honestly, I'm getting sweaty. (laughs) Uh,
0: Studies with saccharin in particular suggest that it inhibits the growth of several species of bacteria, but not all species of bacteria. So that's one of the ways that it doesn't just wipe out all of your bacteria. It can actually change the composition, right? Because it doesn't affect them all equally. Mm -hmm. Okay. And uh, those are studies done in both mice and people. So we've actually seen that saccharin can have an effect on your microbiome composition. Mouse studies with sucralose also suggest that it can impact the diversity in your gut microbiome. Right. Although the impact for sucralose is less than for saccharin. Right. Okay. So there can be these changes. Whether or not those changes are necessarily pathogenic, right, is less clear because how much the microbiome contributes to any particular disease right. is
1: contested and complicated. So well, and it's certainly important to have a diversity of artificial sweeteners. You're going to have a diverse microbiome, right? Like, you you don't want to just have one artificial (laughs) sweetener. You want, like, eight of them to, like, really have a, you know, again, like, the jungle. Once again, you were accidentally right. (laughs) Uh, I uh, hate you. (laughs) um,
0: Artificial sweeteners, in the way that they bind to your receptors, can actually synergize. Oh! And become much more sweet- than just the additive amount would suggest, okay? So what that means is that if you mix artificial sweeteners, you could potentially use less of the sweeteners and that could have a lower impact on your body by just mixing and matching a few of them together.
1: Wasn't that the initial, wasn't that the case with like saccharin?
0: Saccharin and cyclamate right. were a blend at first because right. they kind of canceled each other's bitter flavor. Uh, before
1: out. big sugar took out fat and the artificial
0: sweeteners. Sure, yes, yes. Yeah. But uh, if I remember correctly, sucralose and stevia, for
1: example, are two that can kind of synergize with each other. Yeah, female Steve. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. Sean, <laughs> stop distracting us. Okay. So okay, then- So we just talked about our microbiome. Right. Now we got to talk about our macrobiome. That's
0: great. The world. Yeah, that's great. And, and sort of moving through that same discussion. Right. When you have a bunch of artificial sweeteners entering into your body. Yeah. Only a little bit of it gets absorbed by you. Right. A little bit of it maybe gets broken down by bacteria. The rest of it, you're pissing a mother guy's face. Most of it, you are either pissing or pooping out of your body. Right. Okay. And that goes into our wastewater. Wastewater treatment plants do some things to treat wastewater. Those things are not like necessarily specifically geared for artificial sweeteners. Right. So, in some cases, that does impact the artificial sweetener and breaks it down. And in some cases, it absolutely does not. Right. Okay? So, that means that every year, we have more and more artificial sweeteners in our tap water. Interesting. So, when you drink your tap water, it's got some of that sweetening there. Hmm. Now... That's based off of tests from all over the world, a bunch of different cities. It is not the same amount all over the world. Right, right, right. Uh, And that has to do both with the consumption in that area. And then also Flint, Michigan, it's like 50%. Right. So I was going (laughs) to say, it also has to do with how good the wastewater treatment plants are. Uh, so, So there are some parts of the world where the levels are a little bit higher. I'm looking at you, China. But even in those areas, the amount of sweetener that's in the water is less than our capacity to taste it for now and it's certainly less than what's in diet soda oh yeah yeah right big time (laughs) but so for your average person they can taste about 3.5 milligrams of splenda in one liter of water okay okay uh which is a good amount of water 3.5 milligrams that's a pretty low
2: concentration
0: right that's the limit of what they can taste the amount in a place with like kind of not good water management is still a thousand times lower than that okay okay so we're fine for right now in terms of tasting your water and being
1: like, wow, somebody dumps it. I'm, some I'm sure there's screen. more Prozac
2: in our water than that,
1: honestly. Yeah, <laughs> there's plenty in stuff. my water, right? There's stuff <laughs> in our water. Thank God. Um, okay, well, what about, like, for the fishes and the phytoplanktons? Yes. Excellent question. Yes.
0: We, of course, do not have a full answer on that because there's all kinds of shit that lives in the water. And, and... they're all going to be dead before it matters. <laughs> I mean, but like, who are we kidding? Here? We have done some tests, okay, specifically on zebrafish. We looked oh. at zebrafish. They're they're a pretty popular model in biology. Sure, we just put them in like a tank of Diet Coke.
2: Well, it no. died. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the Coke will kill them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's that, made of Coke. That shit is a is the But same How do result. they do in the full sugar Coke? I think we need to run another experiment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. But it if lived for decades. You're not that far off in the sense <laughs> that like they will put zebrafish embryos in like sucralose sweetened water, All right, and then see whether they develop okay, All right. And the answer is, they seem to develop all right. Right. And they've done some studies with some aquatic plants, and those aquatic
1: plants seem to be doing all right. It would almost be more perturbing if it just didn't matter, right? Like, like it would be almost weirder, given, like, the kind of uh, hesitancies and, and skepticisms that we all have about certain, like, mass-produced chemicals. Uh-huh. That, like, if actually everything on Earth was, like, totally cool with just a little <laughs> bit of sucralose. The, the odds don't seem good, but so far... But, like, bad stuff like rats. Like, then it's kind of perfect, right? Because it's like, oh, well, we kill the rats. Oh, don't be mad the at the rats. Rats can be fun. Very hypocritical. <laughs> just I have, because I killed I've killed zero them rats. Before. <laughs> yeah.
2: It wasn't uh, personal, Nathan. It yeah. was business. <laughs> I,
1: I liked them the whole time. <laughs> And so much more fraud. Oh yeah, they should have hired a sociopath like me who just hits them on the head. I wasn't happy. I'm like cackling. I'm like, He-he-he. when was the last time you saw me happy? Right now. You're smiling I don't
0: kill mice anymore. That's that, true. that was my old job. That's true. New job, Sean. He only kills cells.
1: When are we gonna talk about all this stuff you're doing at your job? I don't know if I'm allowed to. Uh, yeah, but like, that's never stopped us. That's stopped me many times.
2: (laughs) What? You're holding out of
1: me! Yes! (laughs) Is this the day Nathan figured out he has less impulse control than his brother Sean? Anyway.
0: All right. So, let's recap, right, for the whole goddamn thing, the whole episode.
1: Causes obesity. (laughs) Causes
0: cancer. Don't do this, bro. (laughs) Cancer? No to probably not. Okay. Okay. Lose weight? Absolutely not. Gain weight? Probably not. Okay for diabetics.
2: Sure seems like it. For in, now, in small, reasonable quantities. At, every, crazy. everything in moderation, yeah. please.
1: Yeah, yeah. Don't Buddhist propaganda over here.
2: At the um, very least, you'll blow your ass out just shitting. And you know, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I'm always waiting there behind
1: Andre. <laughs> What? <laughs> yeah. Blow it out, baby. Oh my god. Like a humpback.
0: Oh, that's way worse. <laughs> I God. thought you were just going to keep this to yourself but <laughs> including Andre and your depravity is like it's, it's pretty disturbing
1: oh Uncle Nate with his bucket <laughs> no waiting uh, for uh, a little blowout. I, blow I don't know what's wrong.
0: I was about to go like way grosser anyway okay you will not do it no as a sister
1: it edit it anyway <laughs> what are you going
0: waiting say? for the sweet peanut butter yeah
1: yeah dude <laughs> I bring me some my own jam oh my make a sandwich <laughs> alright
0: oh fuck uh what was oh microbiome probably does impact it at the very least things like uh saccharin and to a lesser extent sucralose they probably do impact your microbiome what that means for you health-wise still undetermined okay that's still out there for bigger questions about the microbiome writ large environment hard to imagine it won't have an impact at some point right luckily we're diluting it into like the entire fucking ocean so the levels are a little bit low right now. Yeah. But one can only imagine that at some point, it's going to matter. The
2: ocean the ocean has worse problems. I was, that's that's what I was yes. about to say. <laughs> yes. Is like, we're going
1: to be gone anyway, guys. Like, <laughs> right. come on. Right, right. The, plants there's gone, all so. kinds of... And uh, ocean acidification
0: mm. and microplastics and all yeah, kinds dude. of... Yeah, so we got plenty of things. But anyway, and then the last sort of question marky kind of thing is whether there's more complex mental slash physiological things that can happen... Where you acclimate yourself to artificial sweeteners and then when you have sugar, you have some kind of big spike to something like, you know, different happen because your body has sort of switched over to not expecting carbs in your blood after you taste something sweet. Right. Unresolved. Complex study hasn't been finished yet. You know what I mean? Like there's Mm -hmm. no answer on that yet. But I think Andre's right. Hey, if you can drink less of it. I'd highly suggest it. Right. I don't, I don't know why the fuck people are drinking so goddamn
1: much. I think it tastes right. terrible. So, like, I I don't drink any of it. Right. I think it's great if you don't. We already have booze. So why are you drinking all this other garbage? Right? Because you could just drink whiskey. Or drink wine. You, you, you know? That's your approach? <laughs> yeah, when, whenever people are at the restaurant and they're like, "Do it can I have a Diet Coke? I'm like, we have wine. <laughs> <laughs> it's better. It's also sweet. And... And we don't have that
2: Coke, so might as well get a wine.
0: As a reminder to everybody, alcohol has direct negative effects on your body. So. And a lot
1: of positive
2: social ones, too.
1: You're
0: uh, more yeah.
2: fun. <laughs>
0: this is why it's so good we have the warning that no one takes medical advice from us. That's excellent. All right. Well, that's great. That wraps up <laughs> non-nutritive <laughs> artificial sweeteners. You know yeah, what I mean? It does wrap good up. Good job, everybody. Yeah. I want to say thank you to Stacy Song, our sound lord and engineer and animator.
2: Thank you, Stacy. Let's
0: say thank you to Andre. He, mm-hmm. he hung out with us for all three of these episodes.
2: Yeah. Three separate days. We didn't record these all in one day, you guys. I know. Right. Three it's been separate days. It's been very to I made an effort to be here. I know.
1: That's true. He That's was injured. true. A fraction of the effort that Sean makes to be here, but... <laughs> yeah. No, I'm That's definitely the one...
2: Other than maybe Nathan, I'm definitely the one yeah. putting the least yeah. amount of effort yeah. Yeah. into this. <laughs> yet somehow more than Nathan. <laughs> <Some of them. laughs> All right. No, but
0: I appreciate
1: you, Nathan, because you got a good face. I appreciate you. You got a good face. Uh,
0: let's calm down. <laughs> Not too much of that.
1: Well, let's thank our parents for giving us these good faces.
0: Brian Allen for artwork. Yes. Okay, and we have a Twitter at Dish Podcast, a Gmail, patriotishpod at gmail.com. You can go to patreon.com. You can give us a dollar a month. Yeah. To feed me. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah. Yes. It goes directly into Nathan's mouth. Yeah.
1: All right. Eviction yeah. moratorium's probably going to be up soon. Nate needs that dollar a month. Let's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not, not, not end on such a sad note. <laughs> Let's try to go no, on. No, it's mind. a funny note because I don't really need it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Nathan's employed. He makes a living wage.
1: <laughs> that's true. All
2: right. Anyway, okay, everybody.
0: We will see you all next time
1: ne da <dresses> <Auroraosi>